And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Face. I'm your host, Sammy Jane Tilton. And my guest today, the one and only KB Park, actor, entrepreneur, my best friend. What up? What's up? <laughs> How are you? How are you? Not bad. Finally, I get to be on the show. Yeah. I've been, shut up. I've been asking you for like three months. <laughs> it's so funny, guys, because uh, KB and I are acting like we haven't talked. Uh, we literally were just together like an hour ago recording a documentary. Because <laughs> that's what we do, man. We stay active uh, as actors. So what's going on? So tell us, uh, tell me a little bit about our experience today so other people can hear about it. <laughs> yeah, that was so, so... Um... <laughs> Bebel, um, he's a, a friend of mine who I've worked with um, in the past. Um, we did a short film together and then entered a, a contest on a different short film. So I've known him for about five or six years on different projects and we've kept in touch. And he told me that he was doing a documentary um, named 19 based on COVID-19 and he wanted to do an interview of me. And I said, sure, of course. Yeah, I'd love to. Just another way to kind of continue the outlet of, you know, our, our feelings and just trying to stay creative during this time. And he asked me if I was, if I knew anyone else interested. And then I thought of you and um, yeah, we both did it today <laughs> on our block. That was on your block. That was, that was awesome. That was, was really good. It was really nice. And it's so funny because you said that you shot a short with him before that it didn't get to get finished because the building you were shooting in got demolished like beforehand. Is that what happened? Yeah, so we kind of lucked out with the venue and it was this beautiful, huge building. It was like a church. It was like a really large building in the Bronx. And um, I guess they were getting ready to um, demolish it. But before um, the actual demolition, he, his, his friend, he knew somebody who owned the building and said, we have free reign over that building to shoot and do whatever we Freaking want. Awesome. Yeah. That's like, a, that's like a filmmaker's dream. Like, <laughs> you it have was, this building, do whatever the hell you want. That's awesome. Right. And we could have literally just like broken stuff and like run around and just, yeah, we, and anything in there we could, we could use as props. And so it was amazing. Um, and I remember it just, it was in the dead of winter and it was freezing, freezing. And we were moving equipment around. It was just me and a couple of other actors. And um, we had some great shots and we wanted to finish it. And then it turns out the following week that there have been reports that there might have been asbestos or such things in the building. No, oh, no big deal. Good times. <laughs> so we put it on hold and then, uh, you know, scheduling got a little bit messed up and then we never got to finish it, but we might still, maybe. That's, it sounded cool. I mean, you had never told me like, so we're best friends. And so we know bits and pieces about like, but you've been doing this for years. So I didn't know, I mean, meaning he's been acting for years and I didn't know about that short that it never got finished. Yeah. So we, yeah, it was called, um, it had a lot of different names. Um, but, <laughs> um, As they do. Exactly. We were, it was like a revolving script and we, we've been meaning to finish it because even without the building, um, we needed some sort of conclusion. So, um, you know, like you heard, you heard us today. Maybe we might pick it back up. You know, fast forward, Tarantino styles. You know, two That's years. That's what I said. Like, just yeah. put like, yeah, like two years later, boom, new location, people died, you got new actors, <laughs> whatever. Exactly. I mean, that was. I'm so glad I reconnected with him. Part of it because I switched computers and I, I was looking to get back some of the old footage. And that's how this whole thing came about. That's how that happened? Yeah. We started talking again after about a year. I think the last time I spoke to him was about a year ago. And then, um, yeah, and he's working on all these separate projects and then this documentary, so. It was really cool, man. Today was that, well, A, I want to see some footage of that. Do you have any or can you ask him for some of that, even though it's not finished? No, I have the whole, you know. You I have it all? clips of it for, for my reel, yeah. So I'll show it to you. I want to see it, yeah. You're like, you haven't seen my reel? <laughs> no, no, yeah. So it, it's, it was, um, yeah, it's like the first 15, 20 minutes of the film and then it just kind of stopped. So we, I, I think he, he used it for a couple of things here and there, but we never got to finish it. But I'm yes. actually hopeful based on today's conversation that maybe we'll finish it. 
today was really, really awesome. So guys, so we, we literally shot in front of KB's building today, Vidlo. Am I saying his name correctly, Vidlo? Vibo. Oh. V-I-B-O-L, yeah. Oh, Vibo. I, I said it wrong today. Sorry, man. <laughs> Next time I promise I'll do it right. <laughs> but he was lovely. So we just shot. I mean, we stayed distance. We had masks on except for when we were behind camera, KB and I. And um, we just, I mean, I won't ruin what his documentary is about, but I mean, it was really cool. I was telling him like the questions that he asked were awesome. And it, you know, when you just vibe with people you create with, KB, you're so right about this guy. He was really nice, really awesome. And tell us what happened at the end. So um, <laughs> we, he, he asked us after having interviewed us that um, he said that if we're interested in shooting anything, um, together that he'd be happy to um, do a project with us, which, as you know, was um, just very uh, serendipitous because you and I have been talking about um, creating a web series. It's true. I was, I was laughing because when you were just talking about, about that that short had many different titles, I was laughing thinking about the title that we started, we have a, KB has a working title for our web series which is pretty awesome, it may be used. But uh, I was laughing about it, thinking about it, because it is very catchy. Yeah, and I was just it, just, it just goes to show you, and one of the things that I've kind of taken your advice and this time is just saying yes to new experiences, right? Because not that we have an abundance of time, but we do have more flexibility with our time. And so whatever new experience you participate in, whether it's a Zoom meeting, a bingo night, a game night, whatever it is, but that you never know who you're going to meet or what sort of connection you're going to make and how these different worlds can come together. And I've been learning through this particular experience that it's just, you have to be out there and you have to be active because nothing's going to happen if you're sitting at home watching TV. Something's happened. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> right, right. We tell each other about what we watch. That happens. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally. So not to take anything away from it because it's very much needed a lot of yeah. times. But um, yeah, it's just the, the community, the, you know, our artist community. And when we come together and we find these, I don't know, these, these souls that match. And once you find it, like it felt like today, it was just like, I mean, you got along with him so well. So and well. He just jived with you and... Um, you know, you, there was just such a great rapport that, you know, he just asked us, you know, because he's known me for a while. So I think yeah. I'm really excited about this opportunity um, to materialize something that you and I have been talking about for a while. Yeah. We have great ideas. So I think they're great ideas. I think they're um, great ideas. I think you yeah. guys will think they're great ideas, too. <laughs> <laughs> and now no. we have a director who is interested in shooting it. Um, yeah. So um, it's going to happen, folks. It's going to happen. It's... A we're going to um, continue putting, I was going to say pen to paper, but like we're going to keep typing uh, on our screenplay. But um, there was something I was just going to say. Yeah. About like, you know, when you kind of just vibe with another soul, like it's so, it's really cool. And it's really cool how it's unexpected because KB and I always talk about it. We are so different. We are so, and that's what we were saying to Viblo today. Like you and I are so different in so many ways and you would not think that we would we would click so well or become best friends. Like we are so different, yeah. but yet in the ways that whatever, for whatever reason, the ways that matter, we connect so strongly. And I feel like, yeah, it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And then you, you're so different from me and yet he vibes with you. And you know, I'm so different from you and him and I vibe and it's just, it's really good energy all around. Uh, yeah, really, it really is. And it's, um, it was just so organic the way ho the whole thing came about because, you know, a lot of times with projects, not just us, but there's a lot of the, the, the creating process often takes longer than it should because we procrastinate and other things come up in life. Um, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, the perfect sort of, um, you know, fire to kind of get us going. And um, I'm really, and he obviously has, he's working, he has multiple projects going on. So he's editing. And I think you can, you can find him at Bebo Films is his company. Um, but he's working can, on- Actually, we should put that with his permission along with this episode so people can look at his work because he's awesome. 
Yeah. Um, the, the, so the documentary he's working on is called 19. He's, he did a, a 30 minute um, film um, that's a proof of concept for a feature. Um, and yeah, and he's, you know, we're, we're, he's, he's within this community. He first asked us whether we felt comfortable enough to be together and, and shoot. And then once we got past that, he, this is just an exciting opportunity for people, for like-minded artists to collaborate and create something. Totally. Um, always looking out. So yeah, no, it's a, it's a great opportunity to collaborate. And um, yeah, I just, I love that you said that. Like you've been saying yes to things more. I feel like, and you just said like creative people can, I'll speak for myself, I can definitely procrastinate. And I think you can as well, but you are a very hard worker with everything that you do. But you and I both in our own ways can kind of put things off or I'll speak for myself, isolate. I don't know if you can identify with that. Of course, yeah. But I feel like it's really great. And it's just a, it's a great thing to have support and to not do things alone in any part of life, but especially in the creative world, because it can feel really difficult for myself. I, I feel like a lot of times I can't find my way or don't have the answers. And having someone like you that gets it, that gets this business, but that also gets me, you push me. You know how to push me and when to push me. And you know when to let me be and like be like, all right, you could sit in that. But then like tomorrow, fucking commit to me that you're going to work on your monologue. <laughs> like, yes, you still have that alarm set, don't you? I, every, it's every Sunday, it's KB and Sammy time. Exactly. And I think it's, yeah, it's not just, it's not one way. I mean, you, we, we bring that out in each other and it's, yeah. you know, it's just, once you get the momentum going, it's like we, we, the joy that we find in doing the work is just, it's not forced. It's just so alive in us that we're like, oh man, why are we doing this more often? I know. And I was like, oh, we should do this every day. And then tomorrow, like, oh, well, you know, check out this new show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And like, it's so funny because, yeah, I'm just laughing at us. Uh, but yeah, like I'm just thinking my alarm on my phone is the KB alarm. It's every morning. So I have an alarm set every morning. It's, it's 9.55, like just in case I don't wake up, even though I wake up at like seven. It's like <laughs> the alarm always says, KB says, work on your fucking monologue. <laughs> it's been like that for like at least a year. And that's my every morning alarm i love it i love that you didn't turn it off i, ne I it, it never is off it's, like, it's every morning a reminder ask me how many times i actually work on it <laughs> <laughs> well that we'll work on that but yeah and then we did the, uh, we had another alarm for every sunday that one i still have yeah one o'clock or two o'clock one to two o'clock yeah yeah we'd get together and whatever sides we wanted to work on uh and this was well before i mean this was for the past you know year as well where yeah. we were just trying to find time to go over size we didn't have an audition well okay so we still can work together work the muscle uh, yeah work the muscle on, on monologues or sides or whatever it was but you know i an acting teacher once told me that you have to you have to be in front of the camera or in front of an audience at least twice a week like at the bare minimum it's it's just not the same if you you know if you if you just let that muscle stay idle it's it's so true though, because even like when I, I had that, uh, during this quarantine time, I had a, what the heck is it called? Oh, I had a Zoom audition. I'm like, what is this program called? Zoom. <laughs> I had a Zoom audition. <laughs> and while it's totally, Cape remembers the role, I think, but it was totally like in my wheelhouse. It was very natural for me. But as soon as I, I went to go rehearse it with KB, I was so nervous. Like, and KB is my best friend, but that's just, that's the muscle. It's like, it's one thing to do it by, for me as an actor, by myself and in my head or maybe out loud to myself, but then having another person's eyes and ears, it's like, it doesn't even matter how close you are. It's just the butterflies go like, oh, it gets so nervous. I know, it's so funny. Like, like we humans are like so, so aware, right? And no matter how, like how comfortable you are with the other person, it's just, yeah, I, even with, um, you know, when I do self-tapes, when you, when, you, when you help read with me or when you help me shoot that, yeah. um, you know, in the beginning, it's just like, it's, it's stiff and you just, you need to warm up and um, it's, yeah, I, I, and you help me in that respect a lot where, you know, you're, 
we get the muscle going and then you know the third take is when the magic sort of happens you know or when the juice starts flowing i love i always tell you this i love when because so for those of you that don't know kb and you'll see in the description um Katie's been on some shows that you know of, Billions, Blind Spot, he's gonna like hide his face right now, uh, <laughs> Law and Order, SVU. Um, Katie's a really talented actor, but like many people in this business, it's not always easy, no matter how talented you are. Um, and I don't know if it, this speaks for you, but because the industry can be so hard, and even if I kill an audition, and I, if I don't book it, I don't know, my nerves start to get like, I don't necessarily trust next time I have to audition or whatever, I, it's, I don't just trust to jump into it and I get like rusty. Yeah. Whereas, so like I love with you when you like, maybe you're thinking in your head, I'll say you're in your head a little bit or, and then you just like, it's like you grease the wheels and you're like in. And that's the best feeling, right? I mean, you almost kind of, like blacked out where you just you don't remember what just happened but you know that you were in it and you know your heart Ugh. is beating you know at a higher rate but not like you know you're not it's just it's just that adrenaline essentially yeah and you're like i don't know what just happened but it just it happened you're in you know people call it like you're in the pocket and it's yeah. it's the greatest feeling i think it's really such an amazing feeling i'm just thinking about the the audition that you had recently for uh the animated thing yeah. um that you were like i don't even know what i just did like and it was so funny because when we started working on it it was it was like a sam one of the roles was like a samurai right it was uh yeah like a sword maker and it was like um yeah it was they're they're different roles right one of them was like a samurai right. trying to fit in and the old wise man and and it was so but it was like so i could oh and then there was also like the tough guy guy Right. The tough guy guy. The tough guy. Uh, <laughs> That's like doo doo, like, like Chandler from Friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I remember one of the things you, you know, and it was like early in the morning and, well, not early, early for me, I suppose. And <laughs> it was 3 p.m., guys. <laughs> it was, and I've only had like two cups of coffee and I just wasn't feeling it. And you know, different techniques of bringing out the best in actors. And you know, you told me to, you know, shut off the light and, you know, put on shoes. And I, I, and I said, okay. And I put on one shoe and you asked me, did you put on both shoes? I'm like, <laughs> All right, fine. I put on both shoes and I turned off the light and I put on a jacket and I was like, automatically, I was just transported into a different world. And um, just, you, you felt like you felt different. And all of a sudden the words were not just words. They were, you know, actions. And being on the, guys, like being on the opposite, the receiving end of reading with KB and just like, it, I was so taken into it. That's what, like Anthony, our, our acting teacher, one of our acting teachers, he would always be like, um, what the hell? Uh, if you, what would he say? If you are fascinated, you'll be fascinating. And like, you know, and it's like, you, I, like I was so in it because you were it like transported me. It was really, it's so cool. I love that. And it's right there with you. I always say that to you. It's like, it's right there. You have it. It's just like chipping off like that, the little sheet of like cool water, like, you know, and then it's like, and then you're just like swimming in all your glory. And it's like really freaking cool. And what's great is that you use, it's never the same thing, right? Sometimes you'll make a reference to, you know, a situation, you know, a personal situation or, something sometimes it'll be mental or a memory exercise or whatever it is but it's just um whatever the scene calls for to to really and you you, you often take me there which i think is you know magical in, in a sense because it's like it's it's hard sometimes guys and it's like you know it's not it's not pretending like acting is not pretending it's telling the truth in an imaginary circumstance so it's mm. not like, oh, you're such a good liar. It's like, no, you're, you're being very honest. And that's the most captivating scenes or TV, you know? So. I just got the chills. Cause it's like, you just, that's, it, it I, I forget that, you know, it's just the perfect way you just said it. You know, it's, um, it's being truthful in imaginary circumstances. And, but that's the thing is people are like, oh, you're just like, you're like, 
you're faking, you're lying, you're just saying lines. But the thing, that's what's so hard about being an actor is that they can't just be lines. They, you have to first make them the truth. Yep. So, so we first have to make them the truth. So that way when we say them, we're not lying. And that's what, that's what makes people go like, you know, that's the difference. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can tell, right, you know, our teachers, it's, you know, the eyes are the gateway and you can tell right off the bat. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, with certain characters, it's easier to get there if they're more in your wheelhouse and other times they're harder. But, um, you know, each situation calls for, you know, different ways of getting there. And that's our challenge as being as truthful as we can, especially with characters that are not self images. A hundred percent. And, and finding what works for you, right? Like, the individual because like you and I are so different in what works for us how to prepare for an audition mm -hmm. for you you have your ways that in preparing help you to be well and you've learned about me that I just need to be off book but other than that like I'm worse if I prepare yeah you have great instincts and you just you just need like Thank once you. we start getting into yeah, the, the story behind the story and the intention behind the intentions and all of that, it starts, no, you, you just, once you know, you just, you just fly. And a lot of times I'll even tell it to see with that when you're, <laughs> when the pressure's off and you're the reader in my scene, you'll <laughs> often get off book easier as a reader than I've ever seen you on your own sides, right? So true. And you'll start just yelling and shouting and I'm like, whoa, 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 like, take it easy there. Um, because you know, when you're on the other <laughs> side, you just, you just go and it's beautiful to see. So it's like, if you can apply that same, you know, practice and logic for, you know, when you do sides, that's, you know, and that's, but you know, that's, it's so hard. That's like, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's so funny. Cause I mean, people always ask me that they're like, so as a casting director, it must be so easy for you when you audition now, cause you know, like how it works. And it's like, hold up. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, Anthony, our, our teacher would always say like, like the hardest steps to take are the ones from like in class, there would be the seats in the audience. And then there's like two feet until you hit the stage. And he'd be like the ones from your seat to the stage. And it's like, cause the second you're not in the audience and you are the actor on the stage, it's like the world flips upside down. Just yeah. something shifts. And it's the same thing. I could be behind the camera and running the audition but it's very, as soon as I get in front, it's like, dunk, 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 dunk. like I feel it. That's, yeah. And it's very, I think it's very normal. I think it's because if you care, especially. And the, I think the trick that he's taught us is to use that energy, right? Um, because we get nervous in real life when we talk yeah. to people in certain situations, if you're talking to your boss or, you know, a significant other that, you know, maybe you did something wrong and, you know, we have these nervousness and anxiety in real life, but mm -hmm. we power through it and we talk to yep. convey our message. And it's like, that's the same responsibility we have as whatever, um, you know, character we are. So. Yeah. What have you, um, what have you been doing? I mean, I know a lot of what you've been doing, but tell us what you've been doing over this time, what it's looked like for you. Cause so in your description and when I introduce you, I say you're an entrepreneur and if, that is true for anybody. That is true for KV. I like, <laughs> I've never known somebody that knows so many different businesses and has like a hand in everything. So like, tell us a little bit about what you do. I, to be honest, I know you very well. And I still don't even know if I know every single parts of businesses that you do. Yeah. You probably don't know that I had, um, I used to um, have ownership in a nightclub too. I never told you that, right? You briefly said that the other day and we just like glossed over it because like we had to get going. And I was like, oh, oh, hold on, nightclub? But we didn't even get to talk about it. Yeah, it's over the years. I mean, I think, you know, myself and two other business partners, um, one of whom is my brother, we, we always look for different business opportunities. It doesn't really matter what industry it is. Um, it could, you know, we were looking at the restaurant business or, um, you know, a spa business or anything. So you know, right now what we, what we have is um, part of what I do is we have a, a lakefront rental property um, and it's a lakefront property. So it's up on, you know, Airbnb. And so managing that takes a lot of time. Um, unfortunately, there was a travel ban. So in Pennsylvania, especially for these rentals. So, you know, all the reservations got canceled. 
Nice. But um, yeah, uh, so that's something, you know, but with that, that said, yeah. Is that the one that you sent me the pictures of that's like sick? It's it's a pretty nice house. Yeah, it's, it's right in front sick. of. So it, you're being like modest. It's sick. Like, I don't even know. That's the thing is the way your mind works, you and your brother, like with business. I don't even know how that comes about. Like how to know how to do that. It's fat. Seriously, it's a talent. And it's not everybody has that. It's it's unbelievable. It's it's all it's it's all such a learning process, though. I, I could even say even when we, you know, first got the house to now we've learned so much about the, the rental business and, you know, what's important and just how much work it takes. People think, oh, you know, you can put something up on Airbnb and, you know, you have to just respond and things like that. But the you're, you need to provide a, a really memorable and pleasant experience for the guests. And that takes a lot of work. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, that's that's one of the things that we the travel ban was lifted in Pennsylvania. So we're, we're starting to get new reservations. And I think that's one of the we're seeing more reservations than ever before right now. I think people are afraid to fly. Yep. So the the easiest thing is just get up, get in a car and just go to the nearest river or lake. Um, and, um, you know, yes. we're, yeah. Say, hence we're, our camping trip being planned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's easy. And a lot of people are doing that. And, and it's, um, so it, that, that's why we're seeing people just kind of taking advantage of this. Um, so yeah, that's what we've been working on. And then the other aspect is, and I own and operate a fitness center and that's, been also a bit of a challenging situation at this time. Yeah, we haven't really gotten guidance um, from the governor. So um, we have, well, we, we all thought it was gonna be phase four along with movie theaters and clubs, but it looks like we're not. So we're still kind of figuring our way through that. But, yeah. yeah. And you had an auto body shop because I'd been there before. Not yeah. anymore, but you had that. Yeah, we had an auto repair shop. Yeah, that was uh, that was for a couple of years. So, um, yeah, we're 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 never closed off to any idea as long as um, you know it has potential to be uh, a good business. It's such a the way your brain works. Like KB and I were talking the other day because um, I guess I can share this. But KB supports me in like because we always work on auditions together and stuff. And I do teach classes and I coach. And KB because you're awesome and he believes in me and you've been pushing me to like start doing that more, maybe making that a business because I, I love it. It makes me happy and KB believes in me. Um, and my brain just doesn't work like that. So it's, and you see it so clearly and you're like, well, here's the steps. You da, 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 da. And it's like, to me, it's like, it's like my brain doesn't work like that. Right. And you didn't study business though. You studied. Um, I studied economics but not business. So it's very, economics is, I mean, it's- Where, where did you study? Uh, I did <laughs> economics at Yale. Um, but it's- Katie's so not a bragger and I love it because my brother's like a little smarty pants. And uh, I said to my brother the other day, I'm like, Katie went to Yale and my brother like probably thought I was kidding. He's like, wait, Katie, did you really go to Yale? And Katie's like, oh, yeah, that's I really right. went to Yale. <laughs> yeah, he thought he was <laughs> I was like, no, he's smart. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we got an economics. I got an economics degree, but it's so you know, it's that was just yeah, it's not applicable anything that you actually learn in like classical economic theory. Yeah, but um, you know, it's it's a lot of trial and error and just being part of different businesses and a lot of it's experience. I've, you know, a lot of not all businesses have been successful, um, and you need to know which you need to quickly be able to evaluate which ones are opportunities that you should take advantage of. And timing is also so crucial too. Um, you know, especially in this opportunity, you know, you know, with the pandemic going on, there's so many terrible things, obviously. We all know what the negatives are, right? But there are also positives, not only personal growth, but, you know, opportunities in, in, in the world and in the market. So, you know, right now, not only do you have um, just more vacancies because there's more real estate inventory in general, but also the mortgage rate. I mean, the 30 year fixed rate is the lowest it's ever been in 50 years. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with prices dropping and a low mortgage rate, I mean, this is a great opportunity for 
first time home buyers or even investment property buyers to really get into um, mm. get into um, the real estate market at this time, if, you know, if they're familiar with the area and things like that. But there's just, um, there's always opportunities, right? So it's never, it's just kind of keeping your eyes open and being observant of what's going on around you. What if like, so I was going to talk to you about this time, um, but I'm just curious and I actually don't know the exact answer. How long ago was it that you started pursuing acting? Uh, eight years ago. Eight. Yeah. And you didn't study that. And I don't, did you do that at all growing up? Like, no, I mean, it was, I took some uh, elective courses at Yale. Um, obviously their MFA program is, mm -hmm. you know, world around, but I didn't, you know, I, I've taken a few things here and there just for fun. Um, but no, after I had, um, I had a career in finance and um, it, I, it was, I learned a lot and it was, you know, something I was, I was pretty good at. But, and it's also eventually what afforded me the opportunity to then pursue these um, entrepreneurial uh, pursuits. And then, which also allows me flexibility to, you know, be an actor. So, um, yeah, but it was, I just, about eight years ago, I wanted to do something that meant something meaningful to me. And, you know, I wasn't really, it wasn't about initially it was about getting your bank account as, as high as you can. <laughs> and then it wasn't. And I just, I just had a sort of a moment of realization that I wanted to do something that, that made me happy. So yeah, I went to different acting schools and studios and. Does it make you happy? It does. I think when people, um, when people ask me about it, they tell me that, I mean, I don't really notice it, but Sometimes like I just can't, they can't shut me up, but I have this like mm -hmm. look in my eyes. Like I just, they tell me like, it's, it's such a drive for me and a passion that I light up that when I talk about it and I don't really notice it. All I know is that I really want to talk about it and about, like, <laughs> how great it feels. Um, it is almost like a drug when you have a great audition. It's, I feel, I physically feel high. Yep. Like you leave the room and it doesn't matter you know, you did your pre preparation and you go in there and you do everything you wanted to do, right? You, you weren't even, and it's not, you come out just knowing that you did something that felt good to you, whether it was a great performance or not, objectively, it's, it doesn't really matter. Um, but when I, when you have a great audition and you prepared and you leave the room, it's, you're literally on cloud nine. It's, I, I like, I can't call enough people on my cell phone. I'm usually just like, <laughs> you know, shouting while I'm in the subway on the way back. I, I love it. Like, I remember there was one before uh, the pandemic and like we prepped for it and like, it didn't matter whether you booked or not. It would be great to book it. Obviously always, we always feel that way, but like you did your work, you felt so solid in it and you wrote like, I killed it. Like you texted me when you got out, I killed it. And I like, I, the joy in my heart. Cause I know, I know what that feels like. It's the best. You were exactly who you were supposed to be at the moment you were supposed to be it. Like there's nothing quite like that. Yeah, I still remember it was this, it was outside of the, the CBS studio. And I, 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 like, it's so vivid, the memory of like, oh, like you're just, yeah, I was, it was just, you know, and I really thought it, I thought it went really well. Um, and uh, yeah, we prepared for it together. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of other, there was a lot of scenes and it was just like, there were no nerves. It's just, yeah, I, I, I yeah. It's, it's really like a drug like that you just, the dopamine release when you have a great audition, for me, it's, it's unlike anything else. You know, like you spoke about your other businesses and that some businesses don't succeed and you like, you've let go of the nightclub, you've let go of like the auto shop and you've let go of things and acting isn't always going perfectly. Uh, have you, you haven't let go of it. You haven't no, let go of this business. No, not at all. I don't, I don't intend to. I don't think it's, it's not, um, unlike other businesses, this doesn't, this has probably the longest uh, timeline, right? I mean, you, we always hear about the stories of people um, getting their first break, um, you know, after 10, 20 years. Hopefully it won't be that long. Um, but, you know, businesses, I mean, they have a finite end to it, right? If you're, if you're essentially not 
if you're burning cash and not making a profit at a certain point, it's inevitable. You can't yeah. sustain the business. Mm -hmm. um, acting though, it's, it's a lifelong pursuit and it's, you know, and I would never, never, I can't imagine myself ever giving it up. That's the best thing. I was saying to somebody, may have even been on another episode or uh, a big face. Um, but for me, like when I've thought about it, cause I, I envy that you have your own businesses and that you've created pockets for yourself of like figuring out how else to be successful in life while pursuing the thing that you love. Because for me, that's been a hard road. Um, trying to figure out how to be financially sound, self-supportive, all that stuff. That's always been really hard. I was either going to be a psychologist or I was going to be an actor. And I, mean, I studied psychology and sociology. You know that. Um, but I'm an actor. And I, I always want to be an actor. But I so many times wish that I could just have a regular job, a regular schedule with normal income so I can live a normal life like everybody else that I knew. And every time I thought to try and do that, it really does feel like something inside me would die. Like just the thought of it, like it just feels like the universe has me in its grips. And it's like, it's like, I'm like, nope, I'm done with you universe. Like, and it just feels so wrong. But I don't know if it, it can feel for me, it can feel so hard to figure out how to make it work. And you, yeah. and yeah, go ahead, please. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and, and so like for other people that may feel that way, because I'm sure a lot of people do, there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, when we go to places and listen to casting direct, you know, uh, big time casting directors or agents or people speak about the business. I've heard this many times, even being a casting director, I've heard them say, oh yeah, you can't have a job as an actor because you need to be available to go on auditions every single day. So like, we don't want to work with you if we're going to send you an audition and you're not going to be able to go. So what does an actor do? Then, I know. then people think that the only jobs that they can do is wait tables or be a bartender. Right. And you're living proof that, that and, and so am I actually, we're both living proof that we found other ways to keep pursuing our dreams. And we're still finding, I'm still, I definitely am still trying to figure it out. <laughs> no, we all are. I you know. know. I think, um, I think the challenge is obviously right. Um, being able to continue to do this because it is, it's hard when, you know, you need to be able to, if you're most actors, 90 Five percent, I'd say. I don't know, even more. Probably can't make a living as being as being an actor, right? I think the number's probably higher than that. Um, but yeah. But it's you know, if you really want this, if you really want to succeed, then you will figure out a way. You have, you know, you, yes, you won't be able to be as available, but uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are forced to being bartenders and 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 being servers because they need the flexibility. And right. But on that point, I just want to say to any, anybody that is watching or listening, this just hit me just like the second. This is another reason why it's so important to have people that know you, that support you in your creativity and as a person that have your back. Like KB has my back and he pushes me and he's pushing me to like, start making some of the things that I love and that I'm good at a business. And that could feel for myself, that can feel hard, but it's important to have people that believe in you that can see what is not always easy for me to see in myself. And I know for KB, for you too, I say things to you and I see them so clearly, but you're, you know, you can be modest or hard on yourself. Like I, I can identify with, and you don't always see those things if that's okay for me to say. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I, you don't, you don't quite realize how hard I'm going to push you to do this. <laughs> but um, listen, I've got my checklist um, on, you know, how to, because with each person, you know, I, we, you have to approach it differently. And for you, this is, this is, I thought this was the perfect thing for you because at the end of the day, like directing is something that you're awesome at as well. And so if you, so if you combine like sociology is 
you know, the, the world, the study of what like people like behaviors and observation yeah. and psychologists, then everything inside the head. So it's really a perfect marriage of all of the things that you studied. And though it's not exactly being a, a psycho psychologist or a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can be a psycho. No, yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> So being a psych, you know, it's not uh, being a therapist or a psychologist, but you're using all of those tools, everything you've learned, um, you know, that you have your degree and also your passion. So I think being, uh, you know, a teacher is something that you currently do. And, um, you know, I know for a fact that you have people who learn with you and then repeatedly want to come back and learn with you. And that's something it's, it's, it's really quite significant. I, you know, I remember, you know, certain, you know, we've all had the same experiences where you go and you take a class or a seminar and you're like, oh boy, that was a waste of not only time, but money. Yeah. And, you know, I know, you know, feedback from your students have been really, really great. And they, they want to always, you know, they want to come back because it's like, once you have that experience of having a breakthrough with the teacher, like we had with Anthony, um, yeah. that, that feeling is you, you can't, you know, you want to repeat that in your totally. life yeah and so you just you know so i think you're gonna be incredibly successful um as an acting teacher and a coach and all of the things you do thank you so i hope you're ready thank you <laughs> I, got a, I got a six step plan for you i believe it i'm like waiting for the spreadsheet it's it's so funny because i never knew i only knew that i loved acting um i never knew and this is this is like goes back to you saying yes to things and just like, you never know who you're gonna meet, what connections you're gonna make. For myself, I never knew I'd like anything else, that I could love anything like I love acting. And I love directing and I love teaching. I never knew something could make me so happy. So like saying yes. Yeah, especially in this industry where it's a lot about who you meet and when you meet them. And are you able to connect the dots? right? Even if it's not obvious, are you able yeah. to bring different worlds together? I can't even tell you how many times I've had projects that came together, but from like actors and directors from all like three different projects. And it's, you know, when you find good people to work with, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's natural to collaborate and you want to do it. And then it just, it happens. And so you just have to say yes to opportunities and just be willing to, um, you know, invest some time and, you know, if you're investing an hour in, in some, in a meeting or, or an interview, don't expect to get an hour's worth of knowledge because that's not realistic and we don't do that in life. But if you can get that one or two pieces of, um, you know, newfound information, that's everything. And how you interpret that and how you apply that, um, you know, we talk about like the light bulb going off and it only takes you know, the littlest thing to trigger it. So, you, yeah. You're so, you're, I can vouch for you on that. Like during this time of quarantine, you show up to seminars, you listen, you show up to these things that are offered and you'll always say to me, you're like, I may not get like so much, but I always wind up getting like a kernel. I wind up getting something that's useful. You've really, you've really shown up during this time. Yeah, thanks. I've 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 been trying. I I this has really been a, a gr like a great learning experience for myself because it really. I mean, this this it, you know I spent this time as you know building out my website, which I've been putting off for years, literally yeah. three or four years, been putting it off, and finally sat down and and did it. Um, it, it wasn't one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> um, you're good, but you ain't that good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah I, I do the actors connection free at three yeah and you know just on that it's a, an opportunity to meet different casting directors and associates and mm -hmm. get information about them so if, if for example a casting director um some casting directors won't open mail and others will you know will spend the day going through all the postcards yeah. and it's like it's important to know the differences between you know different casting houses and how to approach it for uh, to continue and foster your relationships so i take notes and i 
I, 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 all of these calls are not just listening for fun. It's information on research for me. I'm just, I'm kind of smiling. Cause like, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, so for those of you that don't know KB or that don't know me personally, like, it's funny because I love, I'm seeing why we work so well together. Your mind is so good when it comes to like details of things and you know, your spreadsheet, this guy has a, like a working spreadsheet and I won't go into detail, but he is meticulous about keeping track of his career, the steps he's taken, footwork he's done. And it's, he works really hard to keep up with that. And, uh, Whereas I'm more like, not that I'm not like diligent with things, but I, I, we're a good combo of you pushing me to focus more on those things. And I'm good for you in helping you focus, I think, on letting go of some of that stuff and being, we like, I think that's why we work well together. Yeah, I, um, I, I like structure in a lot of ways as far as not like structured, yeah. like living but in my processes or the way I think mm -hmm. or if I'm going to take on a task I, I like having structure yeah um and I mean mo a lot of that was just kind of out of necessity right you need to be very organized and structured if you're going to have a successful business but um I take that same approach um for for you know like you said about tracking my auditions and casting notes and things like that and um, and sometimes like we all need, you know, a, and I think that's what I provide for you is that you have a lot of uh, great depth of knowledge and your mind works in very abstract, like artistic ways, which is amazing. But then you got, you have to kind of structure that to make it a viable business. So yeah. I just kind of, you know, create that little box with shelves and you're like, all right, well, this is where. Yeah. You, know, you funnel it through like this, like well thought out bookcase of like how to categorize things and organize, you know, like you're very good at that. Thanks. And yeah. And then how to you know, materialize that into something that, you know, and it's not just about the money. Imagine like, I mean, doing something you love and I've seen when you, you know, you're one of those people where, you know, the time slot of when you're supposed to teach is almost irrelevant. Cause I know if it's 68, <laughs> I'm not going to call you at eight, eight Oh one. Like it's going to be like eight forty, and you're going to be like, I'm still on or, <laughs> You know, like, it's not about that. Like, you just, you love to give and you love to see people transform. And um, if you can, you. if you can use that to, you know, build a career and, you know, stay within the same industry, that's, that's a rarity. And if I can help you do that, then I'm right there with you. Thank you, man. You're a good friend and a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just like you, like Katie said, you just never know where you're gonna meet people or what it's going to turn into. KB and I met in acting class and we met over that our dogs growing up like had the same name, Gizmo. Gizmo. Yes. Yeah. And then we took the train. We didn't even know we lived near each other. We took the train and we just wound up like not saying what we were thinking about something, but we both knew what we were thinking, but we both didn't know each other well enough to say it. And we just laughed like, an entire train ride so hard this is like it was our first time ever like really hanging out just and months later we met up for coffee and we became best friends and like now we're creating a web series together and and we're great supports in life i think for one another i can say you definitely are for me and that's a really wonderful thing yeah it's it's really I, rare but i i still remember that train ride where i remember these bones right here it was it was hurting it was like sore it was like, imagine, like, I, yeah, I mean, I, it's rare too. And I, yeah, that was just, that was one of the most memorable train rides. And I was like, what a cool, cool person to. I to know, ditto. And then I was like, yeah, that was, yeah. And it was just, and then the fact that now we can actually continue to be in each other's lives and. I know. Like just compliment each other is really, I'm really grateful for that. And, Me too. Um, you know, and that's what, that's another thing that I'm trying to really embrace during this time is. Um, you know, being grateful for moments and not trying to achieve this like grand, you know, I always thought, you, you know, once you make X amount of money or if my bank account has X many dollars or, 
you know, if I land this particular role, um, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll reach that level of happiness at 10 and yes, <laughs> I'll get there. And it's not like that. Um, it's not. I and mean, definitely not. I've, I've taken time to really be, you know, um, I told you about, I think it's really important to journal at a time like this when you're going through isolation and you don't really have enough, in, the same level of interaction, social interactions. Yeah. And so it's really helpful for your mind to sort it all out by writing it. And I'm not talking about pages and pages. You literally get up and you know, yeah. have your cup of coffee and jot down five, six sentences. And yeah. it just really, and if you have a moment to write down things you're grateful for, like that's what I've been doing. Yeah. And um, it's just, I look back on it and uh, even the one that my notes from like a week ago, I'm like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, right. It's, it's really, um, it's really been a learning experience this, this time for me. And um, I, I don't know what it's going to look like on the other end, but yeah. all I know is uh, you can only, you can come out of this pandemic either, right, the same or worse or better. Um, and I hope for all of us that we, you know, we, we remain strong enough and connected enough and um, so that we come out when, when production or when things get back to the new normality yeah. that um, we'll have really fought through this period and, and found ourselves at the other side just stronger and, and um, more self-aware. Being mindful is some of the things that I've, I've been working on. And I think we don't do enough of that. I know. I think I, I agree with you. And I, I can definitely say that I've witnessed that for you over this time. I've witnessed you really taking time to find the joys in the small things and the gratitudes um, and being more mindful um, and laughing at yourself when you're not, which is awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> What, what happened recently? Were you driving? Oh, yeah. And you were like, this person, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, what yeah. did I say? Because I was, funny. yeah, I was, um, <laughs> I was having a bit of road rage. And I've been telling her about this, um, you know, the new uh, happiness podcast and how I'm taking all these steps to achieve happiness. <laughs> and then in a moment of rage, I, I, road rage, I said something and you said, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the stuff of true happiness right there. And I, and I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. I was like, I'm, I, you know how we all get in that moment of it's, like, she almost literally, she cut me off and, and <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, even talking about it, but it's like, I felt so like, and that's what it is so hard. Like, even yeah. if you know what the right thing to do is right. It's, it's, it's a constant struggle. And, um, you totally oh, cut me out on it. That was so funny. <laughs> so funny, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you're right. Let me let this go. Um, and I was trying to, we were actually meeting up at the park to yeah. go over a scene, a Neil LeBute, um play, right? Yep. That we have to work more on, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But now we've got a now couple of, yeah. We've got fish to fry with this web series. It's, uh, it's coming, folks. This baby suit. Yeah. You guys hang in there. Hold your horses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you know, don't, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you've been totally waiting for this KB. So, um, it's the feather in your cap part of my episode. <laughs> yes, so I've heard about it. You have heard about this. But I honestly, you told me not to think about it. And I, I'm pretty good at just keeping my mind blank sometimes. That's amazing. So for those of you that have not listened or watched, uh, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. They're probably but, not listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're like, all right, she sucks. Uh, <laughs> who's this guy? So feather in your cap. Uh, I call that a, an achievement or a success, something that maybe you've learned that you could use in the future or that you can use even at a time right now um, that would be useful and helpful for you. So I usually ask my guest if they could offer a feather that they've put, been able to find and put in their cap and offer it to our viewers or listeners. So KB, sir, I'm so glad you haven't thought, thought about this. I know now you've been, but uh, I, what would be a feather that you could offer? Um, so I think, 
it, it kind of all connects back to saying yes to things. And what I've recently realized is that um, I've learned the power of collective intelligence. And what I mean by that is you could have, you could be the smartest person and have the greatest ideas, um, but it's just always so worth it to share with and to get input from others around you because it's, you know, you can have, you can look at the same piece of writing or the same, you know, piece of art and pe different people will have such different opinions. And I remember I was trying to figure out a solution to something and I thought I had the perfect solution. I honestly, I was like, Oh, this makes perfect sense. But then I, w and then I kept on asking for input and, and suggestions from the people who I, who are close to me and, are, and, and, and they, they, they made these amazing, amazing uh, suggestions. And I was like, Oh, you know what? I never even thought of that. And the power of collective intelligence that I've sort of been realizing is really powerful. So I'm, I'm now saying yes to asking other people for their opinions and thoughts and really pooling together ideas for me and then coming up with a solution that um, hopefully is optimal. But that's, that's not, yeah, I don't know whether I answered your question or not. Oh, you did. Okay. You definitely did. That's a really, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the kid. So I think, thank you. Um, no, like the thing is like, I, I, I love to learn right to the point where like, you know, if someone corrects me, like I'm, I'm thrilled about it because I'm like, oh, well, mm. thank you. Like I, 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 that's, it's, it's great new knowledge. Like I'm the guy who huh. follows around, um, you know, if there's a plumber or the super comes to your apartment, like I'm the one kind of following them around asking them questions. Cause I'm like, Oh wait, so why does that valve have that rubber fitting? And wait, why did you use that? And what tool are you using? Um, and I do that with like all like electricians. I just do that. Cause I, I, I just find it fascinating. And Eventually, I think like I like you kind of categorize it, and then you eventually either learn to solve the problem yourself, or apply it in other aspects of your life, and um, just kind of going around collecting knowledge. Especially now, because there's so many places that are offering, and, and I think it's great. People in our industry are offering free advice or free classes or free things right now, because obviously financially people are struggling, and um, just jumping on and just gaining that, like just building up your wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And one day it'll just, you'll find a way to kind of put it all together. So um, yeah, just, I'm really dialing it up at this point. And, and even if you don't find a way to put it all together, that like you just said, that wealth of knowledge, to know even a little bit about this and this is so, you are so much better prepared to go to those things in life than to know none of, not even a piece of anything. It's just good to be well-informed. Yeah, yeah, and knowledgeable. Yeah. yeah. We I mean, always, oh, go ahead. Yeah, and I think, I always have been like that, but I think I'm more so because as you own your own business ventures, mm. you quickly realize that the easiest way to fix a problem is to do it yourself. Mm. And so if something is leaking, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd be like, oh, well, I remember when, you know, he, he got, he got the Teflon tape and he used this fitting and he did this. And so you just kind of use your imagination and you, you know, figure out your own sort of solution and you can't, you know, a lot of times I find myself saving not just money, but like time. And there's a I'm peace just... of mind too, to knowing, Hey, listen, I kind of have the basic knowledge to fix something that needs to be fixed. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm realizing, first of all, I'm just, the whole time you're talking, I'm picturing all of everything you're saying, but in little boy KB, like <laughs> like the plumbers at your house. And you're like, why are you using that plastic thing over there? Why aren't you using the metal one in your box? Like, I'm just like picturing. That you. was my exact voice, by the way. Perfect. That was such a great impression. <laughs> I'm good at voices. That was good. That was good. Um. <laughs> That, yeah, that's, you know, that's what's so funny, cool. I think I might have told you this, but I, one of the, I was taking improv at the pit and the biggest issue I had was um, in improv, you're not supposed to solve the problem. And my improv teacher kept on saying, stop trying to fix the problem. 
And I would always, because the scene would end if someone, you're supposed to heighten it, right? Yes, make end. it even worse. Yes, right. make it worse. But I'm like, no, oh, <laughs> that's a disaster. And instead of finding, I would just solve that issue. And he, here's your key. Go home. <laughs> right. And it's like the worst in improv. So that was something that I had to unlearn. Um, it goes against my nature, hysterical. which is useful in every other aspect of your life. Yes. Completely catastrophic and improv so oh my god it's amazing those of you out there stop trying to fix the problem in <laughs> that's amazing i don't know if you ever told me that okay and just on this point i've been asking you since we've become close i want to see a baby picture of you okay or, or a little kid picture any of your growing up pictures what you mean right now no, I, I mean, I oh. won't make all these people look at your little baby uh, face, but... <laughs> exactly, okay. <laughs> I'll right, post it was... with the episode, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely non-sequitur. What was that from? Because I was picturing you as a little kid. Oh, gotcha. And, gotcha. I, and I still don't know what you've looked like as a little kid. Yeah, I had really, really chubby cheeks. Like, uh, really. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. Yeah, you have to show me a picture. It's Maybe funny. We'll it. When you're... Yeah, oh my God, that'd be awesome if I'd post it. Uh, if I have your permission, otherwise I know you'd kill me. But isn't it cool, like when you're that connected with somebody, I think, uh, like you and I, we haven't been friends, we've been friends a couple of years, but it's like we've been friends for our whole life. So it's almost like you kind of want to know somebody through all the time that you didn't know them. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. don't know, I do at least. That might be a me thing. <laughs> yeah, I just don't do, yeah. I don't even know where all my pictures are. I know, yeah, you've I said that any... since I've known you. And I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna ask your sister if you don't have any. <laughs> it's somewhere but yeah i don't i don't know why although now our worlds are all about headshots and you know I pictures know. and you know things like that oh my god i, I want a baby i want a baby kb picture <laughs> <laughs> let that be my next birthday present baby kb in a frame you got it <laughs> i can take care of that for you I love it. We could talk. I mean, for those of you listening or watching, KB and I are going to like end this in, like uh, interview and we're going to talk on the phone for like four hours for the rest of the day because we do that every day. <laughs> but is there anything, I mean, there's so much that, uh, that you could share that, that you always share with me and that you have to offer. Is there anything that we didn't really talk about though that you would like to? Um. I mean, there's so much, but like... It is, and it's like, I think we have um, what some people call a time windfall or, uh, you know, an, an, an extraordinary time to take advantage of an abundance of time. And um, I've been, for me at least, kind of going against everything my mind and my body has told me, you know, you know meditating or doing breath work or you know, journaling, all these things that I never, I, I was so resistant to because I guess the excuses were, I'm too, I'm so busy. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we, before this, we kept on going every day was just one thing after another. And um, I've really been open to learning new things and, you know, things, things are fine. Right. But it's like this, this, this period has made me realize maybe there's something else. And maybe it's time to try things that are unnatural, uncomfortable for me. Because I think that's where you have the most amount of growth, right? Um, to do things that make you uncomfortable. And I've yeah. been more willing to accept that challenge for myself. And, um, and I'm embracing it. So um, I, think I, I think everyone who's listening um, should really, um, I think it'd be nice if you just kind of kind to yourself and allow yourself to kind of take in this moment to reflect and try new things, whether it's gardening or baking or meditating or anything, but there's a YouTube channel for everything. everything. So it's like, you really can't teach yourself so many things. And, um, you know, if you, if you can come out of this with even this, you know, the littlest change that makes you, happy uh, and you know then it's I think it's amazing that's awesome caves and there's one more thing that I already know you're going to add to your repertoire but it's the uh the breath work stuff I will tell you and we'll talk more about it later but I did the first I started the Wim Hof course uh and did the breathing today for the first time before I came and did the interviews for the documentary 
wow. I'll just say wow, and uh, and we'll talk more about it. But it's it's a crazy experience. It was really cool. So we'll talk. Uh, but all right. So you're gonna you're gonna come and visit again anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean? Okay, I thought you meant your place. Well, yes, that too. But <laughs> like I'll but see on the you show. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, like I'm coming to pick you up in five minutes. <laughs> No, but you'll come back on the show. I hope so. I'm sure that after everybody sees this, I'm sure that they're going to want to hear from you again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's nice. laughing. He's laughing. But I'm being serious. It's it's really, I always, you have a lot of wonderful things to share. And you, and so thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I um, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in or, you know, listening, watching, whichever way that, you know, you chose to be here if you did. If you didn't, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> and so thank you, KB Park, my friends, talented mofo. Um, I will put all your info along with the episode so people can find you, look at your stuff. I will definitely be putting his website that is finished. Um, and is it kbpark.com? Yes. Okay, so that will go along with his info. But um, yeah, so join us again next week. and. Uh, Support us, keep this thing going so we can all stay connected. Like, rate, subscribe to Big Face. And um, I really appreciate you guys. KB, I really appreciate you and for being here and making this an awesome day and episode for me. Thanks. Love you, man. Thanks. Love you too. I love you. All right, bye guys. Thank bye, you everybody. so much. Say no, it. Uh, say no, what you were gonna say. No, what I'm saying is like, there's been so many times where I'm like, I know like, okay, this is th like, this is a situation. I've thought about all the permutations of like how to approach this and this is the right answer and this is the right way to pursue this. And I'll be all ready. And then on some casual conversation, I'll, you know, it'll come up and, you know, somebody will mention something and I'd be like, oh, you know what? I totally didn't think about that from that other perspective. And so it's, I've, it's and it does it, it's not any mentor it could be someone completely unrelated yeah it's keeping an open mind I, I don't know i just found that I, i've been realizing that i even looked up collectiveintelligence.com because i huh. wanted to do something with this someone someone's already to some like i don't know some other consulting company someone's taking <laughs> um but i really want to like this collective intelligence thing i think there's something to it about like you know we all know about pooling resources together yeah you know but it's it's like a think tank, right? And and then I don't know, but I for me recently these little like, like I've been struck with little ideas that um, they're just coming from completely unexpected places. So I dig it. Yeah.